You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today is going to be a treat because my guest today is Steve White. Now, Steve is done to think or two, folks. Steve has is, is worked for Comcast for, for quite some time, and he's currently the president, special counsel to the CEO of Comcast. And Steve, you've done a thing or two. You, you've led, what, 30,000 people. You, you, you ran a section of Comcast that did $18 billion in revenue. And now you've written a book about your journey. First and foremost, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Justin. I'm so honored to be here with you today. It has been quite a journey, but it's a journey like most of us. There were a lot of people giving us a hand up. And I like to say hand up, not hand out, Justin, a hand up, which is simply an opportunity to allow me to utilize my God-given talent. That's what I call a hand up. And you don't reach this position, especially for where I grew up, the housing projects of Indianapolis to this point without a lot of hand ups. And I'm so honored to be here with you today. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to talk to you because uh, one, you've got a book that it that that's been been uh, recently released called Uncompromising. And what really really caught my attention on this was the subtitle of the book: How an Unwavering Commitment to Your Why Leads to an Impactful Life and Lasting Legacy. And I, I know I shared this with you before before we started recording, but I want the audience to hear this, this folks. This right here, that piece, that subtitle doesn't resonate with you. You need to pick up the book and read it because this is the most important thing you need to understand on how to succeed in life. Steve, I got to ask, I'm sure this has been a, a labor of love. Why the book? Why why the book now? You you work big corporate, you're 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 out there in the corporate world. Why 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 a book now? Yeah, such a good question, Justin. And most people don't know when you're an author, no one gets rich at this. Maybe John Grisham, maybe Stephen King, but most of us who are writing a book, it is a labor of love. But I grew up in the housing projects of Indianapolis, Justin. I was the perfect candidate to be a victim. Single mother, raised four boys by herself, uh, eighth grade education, growing up in the housing projects of Indianapolis. You don't reach a level of success unless there were a lot of people giving you a hand up, not a handout, but a hand up. And so what better way to pay homage and write a love letter to all the men and women that gave me a hand up than to share all my lessons learned in a book that somehow might impact someone else? You know, there's this song that goes like this, Justin, we all die twice. We die the day they put us in our grave or mausoleum, whatever your choice is. And the last time someone mentions our name, think about that, Justin. If we could all strive to live a life long after we're gone, people are still mentioning our name in a very positive way. That is a life well lived. That is a life of impact. And so part of writing this book, Uncompromising, is to recognize all of those men that men and women that have helped me, 
But more importantly, and just as important, Justin, I want to impact others. And my hope is long after I'm gone, this book will fall into someone's hand and it will make a difference in their life. And so 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, someone will say, Steve White made a difference in my life. Think about that, Justin. If we could all strive for a life like that, that's a life well lived. That's a life of impact. That's a life of legacy. Absolutely agree. And when we get back from the break, we're going to dive into the book a little bit more, tap into some of the lessons that you've learned along the way, how you got to the position where, you, where you're at in the corporate world, and so much more. But before we go on break, Steve, where can people go find more information about you? Uh, please. Good. Thank you, Justin. Great question. Go to stevewhitespeaks.com. You can find out information about the book, You can also find some other interesting things that I believe this website can be a learning lab for you. So stevewhitespeaks.com, everything you want to know about the book, you can follow me on social media, go to stevewhitespeaks.com. Fantastic, folks. Go take a look at Steve's website. When we get back, we're going to dive down the rabbit hole into expand this conversation out even further as to what it means to be uncompromising. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Steve White. He's the author of Uncompromising, How an Unwavering Commitment to Your Why Leads to an Impactful Life and Lasting Legacy. So I've got to ask, Steve, what's your why? My why, why it was uh, instilled in me very early on, cleaning motel rooms with my mom, Justin. It was the late 80s. I was working for a company called American Hospital Supply. I had just gotten promoted. I was the youngest sales manager in the company's history. A year into the job, Justin, I got fired. And justifiably so. Because here's what happened, Justin. Everything I had done up to that point was based on what I did, how hard I worked, how many points I put on the board. But when you are blessed with now leading men and women, Your responsibility is now to them. Your job is to put them in the best position so they can be successful. And that's how you get your success. But I didn't understand that, Justin. I was so focused on me and what I was doing that I was not serving my team. And I got fired. And so through that process, I realized that if I wanted to have a life of success and impact, I had to adjust. But here's what happened. Darnell Martin, who's no longer with us, he's been gone 25 years, worked in another part of the company, called me, Justin, the day I got fired and says, Steve, I see more in you than you see in yourself. However, if you continue to lead and operate as you are today, you're not going to be successful. So I'm going to move you from Detroit to Chicago. I don't have a job for you, but you're going to come work for me. You're going to do special projects. And I'm going to teach you how to serve others. And through that process, you will find joy, happiness, and impact. And that's exactly what happened, Justin. I I sat at his uh, table for six to seven months. I saw how he led. I saw how men and women poured back into him because 
of how much he invested in them. And I realized that was the way for me. While that had been instilled in me, I had lost my way. Darnell helped me find that. And from that day forth, the late 80s, I dedicated myself to serving men and women. And that has been the key to my success. The more I poured into others, the more they poured into me and they pushed me up that corporate ladder, Justin. I didn't do it myself. They pushed me up to make a difference and to get promoted. And so that's how I really came to realize my why, which is creating a table of prosperity for as many people as possible. And you cannot outserve people. And by doing that, they pour into you. And that's uh, how I've been able to lead a life of impact and success. Mm, absolutely, absolutely love that backstory. That is, um, <clears throat> there, there's so much in that. I'm going to ask, Steve, uh, this journey, especially given your background, where you came from, your, your history with, uh, you know, in, in your childhood, how much has faith been a part of your journey? Well, it's been a huge part. I truly believe our destiny is set for us. And now it's our responsibility, Justin, to realize that and recognize what opportunities are present to us. That's number one. Number two, I had a praying mother and a praying wife that always prayed for me that I would find my journey. I would find my path. And also the church, because it gave me a sense of what's right and what's wrong. It gave me a sense of a moral compass of how to treat men and women. You and I know the golden rule, treat others as you expect to be treated. So you learn that in the church, you get that moral center of where, uh, where you should guide yourself. And the more and more I watched and observed, I have more mentors than most people will, can ever imagine. But Justin, most of those mentors don't know that they're mentoring me. I watch and I observe. I watch the people that do it wrong. And the men and women that I admired, uh, that had a level of success, that created fruit, not only on their tree, but they had fruit on multiple trees they all had a moral compass and a moral center, and that inspired and motivated me, even to this day. I, thank you for that. That right there is so affirming for the work that we do in the world, um, because every time I look out across the field and every time I see somebody that has reached a level of success, someone like yourself, it's faith is a huge part in it. I mean, to think about it, I mean, if... Uh, without faith, we would we would go right back into believing our own stories, and, and like you said, you would have become you would have your circumstances in life would have led you down a path of it would have been e really easy for you to have become a victim, but you didn't. That's exactly right, Jess. Let me share a personal story with you to show the power of faith. My wife and I, my wife Barbie and I, we tried to have children for a long time. We lost a couple children. We had tried a bunch of different things. Uh, but we moved 11 times and Justin, every time we would move, my wife would find a door. It might be a door to a closet. It might be a door to an extra bedroom or bathroom. Didn't matter. She would always put a pink and blue ribbon on the doorknob because she kept envisioning that was going to be her child's nursery. And fast forward, we today have a nine-year-old son. His name is Stephen Andrew White II. We call him Stevie. 
And check this out, Justin. We share the same birthday, December 18th. Now, if that's not a miracle, I don't know what it is. So, But that shows you the power of faith. Although uh, there were doctors telling us that we were getting later in life and our chances of having a child were not very great. But without any intervention other than God, we got pregnant in 2012 and now we have a beautiful nine-year-old son. But it shows you that the power, the power of faith. And in, the, in, a, in my book, I talk about this idea of sometimes you have to suspend your own, uh, what's in front of you. You have to suspend what your eyes show you. You have to believe in what is possible. And I just thought sharing that personal story with your listeners, um, they might be going through a difficult time, not just having children, but they might be going through a bad stretch. But to share this story of faith, I thought might be uh, a welcome news to your listeners. Yeah, that, thank you for sharing that. That is, um, well, first and foremost, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I, I love uh, I love the fact that you've got a, a nine-year-old and um, I, we've got a 12 year old and she's in business with us. She's been in business since she was two. Um, and, uh, she's just, the kids are absolutely amazing. And so I, I just want to transition. First off, thank you for, for <coughs> excuse me. Thank you for taking the time to go down that path. Cause I think it's extremely important to highlight how much faith plays in our roles of our success. Without it, we would be lost. And I, my next question is, I, I wanna, I, I'm looking at your book and, and you bring up seven points. And, and from where we're at in this conversation, the one that really, really stands out for me is, is the third point, which is living life as a learning lab. Expand out on that. What do you, what do you mean by living life as a learning lab? Well, life is full of a journey of peaks and valleys. And I'm sure, uh, Justin, you have friends that you advise. And I have friends that sometimes it feels like we're having the same conversation because they keep making the same mistakes. Although I love them, they keep making the same mistakes. And I said, didn't we talk about this three years ago or five years ago or 12 12 years ago or 12 months ago? But, But life is journey. And you will make mistakes, just like I share with you getting fired. I had to learn from that. But if you don't continue to find ways to learn and grow, how do you get better? And you will make mistakes along the way. The key is to learn from those. And so, therefore, embracing life's lessons keeps you alive and growing. I share a story in the book. My stepdad was 75 years old. He's no longer with us, but he was 75 years old, Justin. He was taking Spanish lessons. Now think about that. And so this journey that we're on has to be fueled by live life as a learning lab because it keeps you alive. It keeps you fresh. It keeps you growing. It helps you evolve as you continue to move forward to live your life's purpose. I love that. That's one of one of my sayings. One of the things that when I'm working with people, that I constantly remind them of is instead of saying, "Why did this happen to me?" Ask yourself, "Why did this happen for me?" That's and, exactly and it, right. It, it's an opportunity to learn. Right? We can either learn or we can continue to repeat the same mistakes. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the choice is ours. Are we going to respond or react the same way we always have, or are we going to take the time to reflect? 
and go, okay, why am I seeing this again? And how do I avoid it if I don't like it? Or if I really like it, how do I, how do I get more of it? Right. That's exactly. I love, I love what you just said, because think about this, Justin, in my life, there have been only 10 or 12 decisions that have really mattered. Most decisions that we make, if we make a mistake, we can respond, we can rebound, we can move forward only if we learn from them. And one of those key decisions for me is, and I'm not sure how I came to this, but I said, I will not be a victim. And there were so many times, Justin, where I could have taken the easy way out and said, it's someone else's fault. This happened to me because that person was mean. No, I own me. Radical responsibility is what fuels us. And unfortunately, Justin, that's not something we teach often enough in school. So it's one of the primary things I talk to my son about is at the end of the day, you own you. You have to take responsibility for your actions. And even when it's not your fault, what can you learn from it so you can be better? Mm, I love that. And you know, the last couple of years has has been really up and down with COVID and pandemic and all the the whatnot going on in the world, politics. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. We're all in this together. And even when you people look out amongst the world, I know it could be really easy to get lost in just the level of uncertainty that that exists out there. And you've got a you've got one of your points in your book is navigating uncertainty. So in the current world of world affairs right now, what are some things that that you would advise people on doing on how to un, on how to navigate the uncertainty that they may be feeling in their life? Well, I believe Justin, everything starts with the possibilities. So, although we were in an environment growing up, the housing projects of Indianapolis, uh, cleaning motel rooms, and then my my mom actually, you know, graduated to become a high school janitor for thirty five years. She never allowed for the environment to shape us or the circumstances we were in to to. Uh, color our belief system. And so everything starts with possibilities. Let's start with schools. There's all of this debate about what we teach in schools, what we shouldn't teach, what we should teach and all this. But here's what I do know. And here's what I believe we all can agree on. Let's teach the American dream. I want my son, and I know you want your daughter to think about their life as unlimited from a possibility standpoint. Let's teach that because while the road of of success is never a straight line, but getting people to believe that there's nothing they can't accomplish and they don't need someone giving them a handout to do it. All they need is a hand up is an opportunity. That's number one. And then number two is establish expectations for moving forward. I'll share a story with you that I share in the book. I was at Harvard Business School about five years ago for a training program. I call my wife on the phone and I said, what is Stevie's size right now? But but something dawned on me, Justin. I end up buying him 10 different t-shirts, sweatshirts, raincoats, or whatever, all different sizes, because I wanted him to wear something at age five, six, seven, eight, nine. You get my point. Whether he goes to Harvard, that's not the point. But the point is we're establishing higher education, not as an option, 
but that is something you're going to go do. So now he talks about going to Harvard. And again, whether he goes to Harvard, that's not the point. But the point is we're teaching unlimited possibilities. And number two, I'm setting the bar high for you. So as you go through life and you get punched in the stomach, never lose sight that your talents allow you to have unlimited possibilities. And then to live in a country that allows you, while difficult, I'm not saying it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm not saying, do we have people out there that are judging people on their color of their skin? Absolutely. But it still does not take away. In this country, if you realize your full potential, there's nothing you can't accomplish. So how do we teach possibilities, unlimited, and set expectations? I believe that's how we begin to help people navigate these roads of uncertainty. I, I absolutely love, love that. Setting the bar high, knowing that even if you miss, you know that you're at least, you, you, you've jumped above the bar just in the mindset that was created. And I love the fact that you bring up the fact that nowhere, nowhere is it written, not even in the good book is it written that life is fair, but we do get a choice. I absolutely love this, Steve. Uh, this is this is a conversation that I think I could have with you for, for weeks on end. Um, <laughs> but but I, one, I'd love to have you back on the show after your book gets out there and gets circulated a little bit more to kind of learn the lessons learned from, from that journey. Uh, but before we go, where, where can people go find more information about you? Well, Justin, first of all, thank you. You're certainly living your why. And I love the quote, uh, the two most important days in our life is the day you're born. The second is when you know why. And that's the purpose of uncompromising is to help each and every one of our listeners not only find their why, but to live it. So go to stevewhitespeaks.com. You can find out more information on the book. The book is available on amazon.com or wherever you buy books. There's an audio book, there's an ebook, so whatever you like, but go to stevewhitespeaks.com and any and everything you need to know about uncompromising, you can find there. Fantastic, folks. Go out there, pick up a copy of Steve's book. And if you're looking for a community to be a part of, come join us over here at Superpower Experts. We are an inspired community helping uplift one another to give people that hand up. Come join us in the Superpower Experts community, superpowerexperts.com. Steve, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Justin. I enjoyed being with you today. Fantastic, folks. Until next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.